On today's Locked On Texans podcast, former Carolina Panther running back Jonathan Stewart joins the show to discuss Bryce Young and the running back position. It's going to be fun. Stick around for today's pod. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to this Friday's episode of the Locked On Texans podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you to our first-time listeners. Make sure you subscribe, like, and comment to the Locked On Texans podcast wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube as well. And to our returning listeners, thank you for lending your ear for another pod as we continue to talk Texans. I'm your football analyst here for the Locked On Texas podcast, Jonathan Sports Guy Hickman. And of course, joining me as always is your Texans credential media member, Sports Illustrated's own Cody Davis. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use promo code locked on NFL in all lowercase for a first time deposit match up to $100. The Texans to continue splitting running back reps. Mm. Obviously, Slug had an opportunity to talk about that, so we'll dive into that before we close off today's show. Right, we're going to open up with improvements from CJ Stroud because Jonathan Stewart. The former Carolina Panther running back is joining the show later in the second segment. Before we talk about the improvements from uh, CJ Stroud, I did want to let you guys know this. Bobby Sloak is very excited about the play he's been seeing from Jared Patterson. He explained that <clears throat> they ask a lot from their center position, and he likes the way Patterson has played, describing him as awesome. And so we look at whenever Juice Cruz get a chance, an opportunity to come back, how is that going to play into the offensive line mix? And I think for the longest, a lot of us has been speculating whenever he has an opportunity to step on the field again, left guard will probably be the best uh, position for him, and you can move Titus Howard over to right tackle. Also, do mm-hmm. not expect Robert Woods to play on Sunday. He did not practice on Thursday after not practicing on Wednesday. So he is likely not playing on Sunday. And Sheldon Rankins did return back to practice this week. And so you're looking at a team that really wants to limit the Carolina Panthers on the ground. Getting Sheldon Rankins back is very important. Now, as we transition to C.J. Stroud, Cody, I'm going to give it to you. C.J. Stroud on 10 or more yards this season is 43 of 79, so over 50%. For 977 yards, five TDs, only one interception, and a passer rating of 114.8. CJ has been phenomenal for this Houston Texans offense. And so we look at the improvements, Cody. What can he actually improve on (laughs) as a rookie quarterback? Yeah, you know, this is actually something that I've been thinking about over the last couple of days, Um, especially considering how well he has started his career. First and foremost, John, I don't think there is not too many quarterbacks in history who can say that they already have a spot in the Pro Football Hall of Fame within their rookie season. And Strout did it in five games because for those of you guys who don't know, the Pro Football Hall of Fame did induct C.J. Stroud's game ball against the Atlanta Falcons. There's a lot of hype 
surrounding CJ, especially considering going into Sunday's game against the Carolina Panthers, you have you he'd be going up against Bryce Young, who unfortunately, whether it's due to his own transgressions or due to the transgressions that's going on with the organization, Bryce Young has not had a great start to his pro career. However, I started to think, what can CJ Stroud get better at for the final 11 games of the season? And John, I didn't want to go back and look at film or anything like that. I just decided to ask the man myself. Yeah, um, it's a lot of things to prove on. Um, a lot, uh, personally, a lot as a team, a lot as offense, defense, special teams. Uh, offensively, we want to get better in the red zone and third down. Uh, we can better at that all around. Um, and even sometimes even working on getting be, being better on third down is not getting to that. Um, and just finishing drives in the red zone. So um, that's definitely at the forefront. And uh, me personally, just um, – being better with my eyes and, and, and keep my eyes down the field, not looking at the rush um, and getting through my progressions better, things like that. So um, all things that can be fixed, which is a good thing. Um, and like you said, just want to keep that momentum rolling and keep that swagger that we're playing with. Um, so those are one, some things that we want to keep as well. There's two things I want to point out really quick in terms of the answer that CJ Stroud gave me uh, when I asked him individually, when you do some self-evaluation, what are some of the things in your game you would like to see yourself improve? And I love how before he got to himself, he put the team first, especially emphasizing how the Houston Texans need to improve on third down efficiency. As of right now, the Houston Texans, six games into the season, have converted on third down 44% of the time. John, that is an improvement for where this team was last year, where they was hovering somewhere around 30 to 35%. However, what C.J. Strauss said coincides with what Coach D'Amico Ryan said, what Nico Collins said, and what offensive coordinator Bobby Slowis said. So I love how when you are talking to the players and members of the coaching staff separately, they all point to the same thing they all want to improve on as a team, and that's third down efficiency. But secondly, and I found this very, very fascinating, how CJ wants to evolve and get better at going through his progression. Look, I know it's because we've been watching Davis Mills over the last two seasons, followed by Kyle Allen and Jeff Driscoll, and for a short amount of time it was Tyrod Taylor. But I thought without a shadow of a doubt, C.J. Stroud has done really well at going through his reason, his progressions this early, so soon in his career. I found it very fascinating that that is at the top of the board. It's something that he wants to continue improving on throughout the 11 games of the season. Look, I understand it. CJ Stroud is not perfect, but I love how something, at least in my eyes, something where I I say, man, CJ Stroud has done done a phenomenal job as a rookie. I love how he has taken that and say, you know what? I could be better. Yeah, and you know what? When I look at the Houston Texans offensively, this is a number and stat that I'm pretty sure a lot of people wouldn't believe me if they didn't have access to Google because you can Google this. The Texans in the red zone in terms of TD scores, so just strictly TDs, the Texans in the red zone this year is worse than what they were last year. Last year – in the red zone, the Houston Texans scored TDs on 47% of the opportunities compared to this year, 38, which places Houston 27th overall. I think that's a good uh, area to improve on. 
whenever you get down there, let's try to leave with sevens instead of threes because mm. how many field goals did they kick in that Atlanta Falcon game? And if those field goals turns into touchdowns, you're looking at a different ball game. You're mm. looking at the Houston Texans coming into the bye week sitting at four and three and probably have that fourth, uh, that seventh wild card spot. So I think that's the best – Probably, my, in my opinion, the best area to improve on right now, just when you get down in the red zone, you want to come away with big money and not and not a little chips. So everything else for CJ, honestly, in terms of improvement, he's a rookie. And I think that for some of the Texans fans and some of the people that evaluated CJ coming out, he may have exceeded expectations. For hmm. some of us, he's at a position where – he is meeting this those expectations. And for some of us that watched him in college and went through the pro days and everything, he may have not touched his peak yet as a rookie quarterback. <laughs> so I think for C.J. Stroud right now, Good there's Lord. not much that I can say to young man. I, I want to see him just really get better at, continue to be consistent, continue to work on, as he has, not making those same mistakes twice. And when you get inside that 20 – Come away with seven instead of three. And I think the perfect game to point back to is the Atlanta Falcon game. Hmm. He finally scored that seven, but the amount of threes that allowed the Atlanta Falcons to stay in the game really hurt Houston in the end. Houston put some more touchdowns on the board. We're looking at a different offense. We're looking at a different quarterback. And I think the MVP, MVP, excuse me, the rookie of the year offensively race, we're going to be wrapped up. I think it's already wrapped up if you're being 100% Boom. honest. <laughs> Boom, CJ. <laughs> Before we get an opportunity to have a good conversation with Jonathan Stewart, uh, former Panthers running back, I definitely want to let you guys in on a little secret, and that is how good Jace Medical is, who now offers customizable just-for-you Jace cases with dozens of add-on medications. Jace is continually working to expand their medication offerings, and you choose the medications that b- best fit you and your family's unique needs. Jace case provides five, five 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 life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. All it takes to get a Jace case is to fill out a simple online form. And in some cases, you need to jump on a quick call with one of the board-certified physicians. Go to jacemedical.com and enter promo code LOCKEDONNFL at checkout for a $20 discount on your order. That's promo code locked on L O C K E D O N at Jace J A S E Medical.com. And I definitely need to let you in on another secret with FanDuel. You can snap into the NFL action right now with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. You know we like to be number one here in, here in America. So, number one sports book, missing you if you're not locked in. And if you're not, let me tell you something. Right now, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, Think no more. There's no better time to get in on the action. This app is super easy to use. It's simple. And there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season today. FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL. I don't I don't honestly and personally watching the film and watching every game of his, I don't think he's he in, in any way aspect or form he's playing bad 
um, uh, that's what people think if you're not winning or like um, you have a turnover here and there. Uh, Bryce playing some really good football. Um, so I just don't think people watch in depth. Like if you're a quarterback, you know. Um, so I think he's playing really well. Um, of course, like it's always things you can clean up. I can clean up a lot of things, and uh, I'm not here to be his coach or be that. Or be that. I'm here just to support. So uh, we texted um, a couple weeks ago, um, just checking in on each other, and it was nothing about football. Uh, I'm, that's not our relationship. So. Um, but personally, I think he's playing good, and I think he'll continue to be great um, in this game because he has that swagger and that mentality and that type of playing style. So, Welcome back in, ladies and gentlemen, to this Friday installment of Locked On Texans. And as promised, I have with me former Pro Bowl running back, 10 years with the Carolina Panthers, one with the New York Giants, Mr. Jonathan Stuhl, who is now the host of Believe in the Panthers. Jonathan, what's going on, man? And welcome to Locked on Texans. Oh, man, thanks for the intro. I'm good, man. How are you? Doing well, doing well, man. Excited to get things going. And I'm pretty sure you are excited for this upcoming game between the Carolina Panthers and the Houston Texans. As you know, the Panthers, they have their own rookie quarterback who was drafted number one overall in Bryce Young. Jonathan, let's jump right into it. What have you seen out of Bryce Young through these first six games of the season? Because the one thing I found interesting, as you guys heard CJ Charles say, when you look at the film, Bryce isn't playing bad. It's just the narrative that started so when that it's just the narrative that starts to surround you when your play doesn't result in wins. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um well, well said by him, because that's exactly what has transpired for this year. You know, whenever you have a number one draft pick, everyone follows, you know, just to see how he's gonna, you know, do for the, you know, for the season. Um and right now, what we're watching is, you know, Bryce you know, undertake, you know, things that is not really under his control, um, such as injuries, such as, you know, uh, certain, you know, play calling limitations or whatever you want to call them, just because of the fact that you have guys, um, you know, that are second string, third string that, you know, are now playing in this game. Um and they might not be equipped, you know, and um, and not that they're not, you know, made for the job. It's just, you know, this is a brand new team that we're looking at, brand new coaching staff, new players, uh, new concepts to follow. So there's, you know, you know, guys that have to grasp, you know, certain play calling and and, and understand the flow of what's being asked of them. Um, you know, it, it's you know, learn a bit of a learning curve. Um, the Texans have experienced, you know, the same type of injury bug, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I think, you know, maybe it's just the fact that, you know, they have depth, um, you know, at certain positions that fit the actual, um, you know, scheme in which they're, you know, they're running over there. Um, there's a lot of elements that play into a team doing well. Um, injuries, and chemistry um you have chemistry um you know you can make things happen that are very special you see that on a lot of teams where you know look at the travis kelsey and you know the uh the uh mccomb uh whatever what was his name <laughs> mahomes <laughs> uh, um 
Mahomes, and and we're see, we're seeing that same type of you know chemistry with Bryce Young and Adam Thielen, and so mm-hmm. you know that there is ability there. You know that you know we're in striking distance. You know as far as you know being complete in a lot of areas, um, but there's also a lot of areas that we need work, um, and you're not going to get that overnight. And, and I think being zero and six, um, having the injury bug that we've been plagued with. Um, you, you, you hope that when guys get back and get back healthy, um, you start to see, you know, us actually hitting, you know, the strike, um, and, 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 and meeting the mark. And so I think, you know, it's, it's something that a lot of fans for the Carolina Panthers don't want to experience or accept, but, um, you know, going into, you know, this off season, this past off season, you were supposed to hit the reset button. And mm-hmm. what's been happening is there's been a lot of frustration under the under the old head coach, Matt Rule, um, and that seemed to transfer onto Coach Frank Wright. Um, you know, a lot of people aren't, you know, capable of being in delayed gratification mode. And as a athlete and as a player, um, you understand that that's exactly what this whole football thing is um it's not overnight you know there's a lot of good things that happen but there's also things that you know scream we're not there yet and so right now you have to you know have the willpower the the energy the mindset um to go to work even when it's not easy um you know just show your effort you know this is not a struggle by any means um this is you know who has the most effort who has the best approach, who has the right mindset, um, who's going to be a dog at the end of the day. And, you know, looking at this game coming up, you know, the Houston Texans, it's a it's a setup game for you guys. You guys are three and three, um, you know, capable of, you know, you know, controlling your destiny for this season, um, possibly make the playoffs. Um, and I say this is a true setup game. You know, we played a setup game against the Miami Dolphins. But I'll say that Miami Dolphins are a little bit more experienced and probably a little bit more healthier um, as a team. Um, so they were supposed to probably win that game. Um, but this game, for us, you know, Panthers got to look at this as, hey, look, the world's going to be watching. You got number one and you got number two. Who's going to be the winner out of that? And you got to find some deeper meaning sometimes to these games that you're playing. Um, it can't just be for a paycheck. It's got to be for, you know, your your locker mate and his family. It's got to be for um, Bryce Young, you know, being in the spotlight. Let's give this man a dub. Like, I'm tired of, you know, people, you know, saying this about him, putting it all on him. When that, when you know in the locker room it's not all on him. You know, it's it's a team game. And there's a lot of things that aren't going in your way. But you're either going to make an excuse or you're going to accept the challenge. And so accept the challenge. That should be the mindset. And I'm pretty sure that is the mindset. I mean, we have the ring of honor um, ceremony that's about to take place this weekend uh, for the Texans game. So Musa Muhammad and Julius Peppers um, will be recipients of that. And. I mean, if you're, you know, playing for the Panthers, if you're a young guy, um, you know, and 
you need some motivation. <laughs> That's motivation right there. You got two Panther greats, two NFL legends, um, you know, taking the throne. And, you know, you want to make sure that that's a special night. So come out with a come out with a win. Hmm. Jonathan, when you take a look at Bryce, Bryce Young, six games into the season, what has been some of his intangibles, some of the qualities about his game that has stood out to you the most? Um, his anticipation, um, you know, where the ball's going, you know, and where he places the ball, it, it's pretty spectacular to watch. I mean, you can say the same thing about C.J. Stroud. I mean, these quarterbacks, you're seeing things um, that you saw in college, and they're year one being able to replicate these things, not just once or twice consistently, um, which is huge. Um, so when you're when you're anticipating, you know, throws, that means you know exactly what the defense is running. That means you've been watching film. That means you know players, you know their tendencies, and you know your receiver. You know who you're throwing the ball to. So there's a lot of things and a lot of elements that go into placing the ball where it's supposed to be. Um, and to have that trust, um, you know, at that, you know, at this level and so fast, um, you know, that's one of the things that, you know, excites me, you know, going forward because you see the progressions that he's been taking, um, you know, week in and week out, you know, one week it's, you know, hey, this is a defense that, you know, he he's going to try to bait you. Okay. And so the next week he learned his lesson and it's just progression time and time again, where, you know, you see a guy learn, um, a lot of guys, you know, make mistakes and they don't learn from them. And I think, you know, that's something, you know, great within your quarterback position, him being a leader, um, being able to take ownership of the things that he's been doing um, will, will, you know, pave the way for other guys to accept the same type of responsibilities. Um, you know, chemistry in that locker room is very important and leadership and, and trust go a long way. Mm. Jonathan Stewart, former Pro Bowl running back for the Carolina Panthers. Jonathan, I know we're going to talk. We have talked a lot about Bryce Young and the Carolina Panthers, and rightfully so. That's going to be a game where everybody's just going to look at CJ versus Bryce, Bryce versus CJ. But as a former Pro Bowl running back for the Panthers, I, I want to ask you this question because down here in the city of Houston, we have a second-year running back in Damian Pierce. Um, had a phenomenal rookie campaign, almost would have rushed for over a thousand had he not gotten hurt with a season ending um, foot injury towards the end of last season. However, this year, it seems like that he has been on some type of sophomore slump. He has not looked the same in the first six games of the season. You know, it's, it's been bad for Damian Pierce. For someone who has experienced success in this league at that position, what is the key to a running back to actually sustain long-term success like you have as an 11-year pro? Um, you know, there's going to be bad games. You're going to have several several bad games. I've had several bad games. I've had uh, several years of bad years. Um, the key is to not let that get into your head. Um, the key is to remain focused on your craft and continue to develop and get better. Um, and, and understand when you have injuries, 
Um, you might not necessarily be exactly the same. Like, I'm going to get deep on you right quick, but like, you know, you look at a river and you cross that river one day. It's not going to be the same when you cross it the next day. You know what I'm saying? Like everything changes. And so you take injuries to that to that measure. You're not going to be and operate the same. And that's okay. Because at the end of the day, it could be something that you can operate. You might be operating better now, right? Um, so and so you add guys that get injured and they come back. Um, they're getting the hit. You know, oh, I got to prove this. I got to prove that. Might be trying to do too much, right? Try to bounce things too much. Try to make big plays. Take the things that are there. And and, and a lot of times taking the things that are there is understanding what's in front of you. Um, to my understanding, you know, the offensive line might not be that great right now because you have a lot of them injured. And so for the people that are saying that he's having a bad season and he's having a, a slump, let's give this man some credit here. He's running behind a, a banged up offensive line. You know, the depth right there is not a one. And so he's playing against, he's playing behind it. You know, you know, a group of guys that are capable, but they weren't the, the line that was designated at the beginning of the season. You know, so um, so you got to take those types of things into account. And as for him as a running back, you know, controlling his own destiny, take what's there, understand, watch film and just understand that sometimes it's going to be tough sledding and you just got to make do. Because once you start running where the offensive line knows you're going to be, then that's when they can gain confidence. Right. They can gain confidence in knowing that, okay, he was right there. So maybe if I can, you know, like reach this guy a little bit further, um, maybe it'll spring him, it'll spring him free, you know? So there's a lot of things that, you know, go hand in hand with confidence, man. Um, especially for a young team and guys that don't typically start um, all of a sudden playing this starting role. Um, not a lot of guys, you know, rise to the, to the occasion just off the, off the rip. So you got to give these guys some time. And I think Damian Pierce, I, I love the way he ran last year. He was one of my um, many times I, I had him up there as, you know, one of the you know top 10 running backs throughout the season and how he was performing. Um, you know, all you got to do, man, is, just, you know, stay level headed, uh, keep the grind, um, you know, don't fold and just stay prayed up, man. Cause a lot of people, especially these day and age, social media, they're going to talk bad about, you know, no matter what. So you might as well just turn the social media off and just stay at work. You know what I'm saying? Like you got a dream, you got, you got the game at your hands. Right. So like, this is a, a dream job for a lot of people and you are, you're very blessed to be able to play it. And so, you know, take that and run with it. Jonathan Stewart, former Pro Bowl running back for the Carolina Panthers, and he is now the host of Believe in the Panthers. Jonathan, really quick, where can our listeners follow you at on all your social media platforms? And be sure to tell them where they can find Believe in the Panthers. You can find Believe in Panthers anywhere, on your iPhone, on your Samsung, whatever broke phone you got, because definitely probably broke, because y'all ain't taking care of y'all phones. <laughs> y'all dropping them on the floor. Y'all taking care of your kids. They throwing them all over the place, putting them in pools. But no matter what, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, 
um, all the platforms, all the major platforms. And you can catch me on Instagram at Jonathan Stewart without the T on the end of Stewart one. And that's on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and then you can you can catch uh, the Believe in Panthers as well on Instagram and Twitter. Um, just type us in and you'll find us. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Give us a good rating. And if you're a Panthers fan, hang in there. It's going to be okay. That was Jonathan Stewart, former Panther great. And uh, it was a great conversation. Cody had an opportunity to have with Jonathan Stewart. A lot of gems dropped, but I also want to drop a gem on you guys. And that gem is prize picks, the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. The easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than on two to six players, stat projections, and watch the winnings roll in. Prospects is really one of the most fun uh, fun games I play right now. And honestly, I get an opportunity every time I play to win 25 times the money I bet this football season. I'm just, you know, testing my skills. I talk to you guys all the time about how Devin Singletary can get over the hunt for the Houston Texans offense running the game and how C.J. Stroud can go out there and continue to break some of those rookie records with his passing yards and what he's been able to do. My favorite has really been Nico Collins. I can go on prize picks, pick the more than or less than on each of those players, and I put my name in the hat to win up to 25 times my money on those more than less than stat projections. Go to prizepicks.com, use promo code locked on NFL for a first time deposit match up to $100. That's right. Prizepicks.com and use promo code locked on NFL for a first time deposit match up to $100. And right now, let's move away from football. Lately, my wife and I, who is about to give birth to our child, she just hasn't been in a mood to drive. And I get it. She's carrying our child. And sometimes, I'm not in the mood to drive whenever she's hungry or want something to snack on late night. So you know what I do to myself? I go right to my phone. I go to the DoorDash app. I look up whatever she wants, her ice cream, her chicken tenders, whatever it is. And, of course, I give me something on the side as well. But I go on DoorDash and I place that order. And right now you can get up to 50% off on a $10 value when you spend 15 or more on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code LOCKED23, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-23. So if you're like me and if you don't feel like wasting gas and if you don't feel like moving and if the game is on and if the wife is in the bed and if you don't like going nowhere but you still want to snack on something, go to your phone, download the DoorDash app and use code Locked 23 to get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend 15 or more on your first order. Welcome back, Locked On Texans fans and listeners out there. Before we close off today's show, I think, Cody, it's important that we reiterate that this is an opportunity for the Texans backfield to kind of go crazy, have a big game. The highest on the season so far I think has been 120. I think this is an opportunity for Houston to meet that number, match it, and then add on to it as well. So to rush for more than 120 in this game. But 
Early in the week, I call for this to be a big Damian Pierce game. Mm. According to Bobby Sloak, the Houston Texans are going to continue to split reps, which is something that Cody talked about and hinted at early in the week as well. Coach Bobby, what's up? Yeah, I'd say absolutely. The the nice thing about bye weeks uh, is is you really get a chance to self evaluate. You know, you constantly do it as a year goes on, week to week, but it's it's the first time you really get to just remove yourself from any opponent or game plan process for a couple of days, and hone in on okay, where are we at right now? Really in the run in the past game, what are things we have to we know we have to fix? What are things we do really well that we got to continue doing? And I think that process helps in particular for us in the run game where we've been growing every week and we want to keep growing every week, um, along with just having a, a group up front with continuity. You know, that's that's obviously that's a big deal, being able to have the same guys up front every week. And then our backs just getting an understanding of, of the scheme and the system and what we're trying to get done and uh, managing the loads of, of all those guys. You know, we really believe in a running back by committee. We really want to make sure everybody touches the ball, but we want guys to be fast, fresh, every time they touch it. And I think last last game against New Orleans was probably the best we did in that regard as far as making sure that we had uh, a share in the load right there. Really quick, listening to Bobby Slork is like a combination of D'Amico Ryans and Nick Casario. Like, hmm. he's talking football, but for some reason it's kind of like, do you even believe what you I don't know, like his tone is just, <laughs> his tone is very Nick Casario, but what he's saying is very D'Amico Ryans. Mm-hmm. And which is a perfect combination so far for the Houston Texans offense. Yeah, and first and foremost, shout out to Jonathan Stewart once again, man. The gem that he dropped on that last question that I asked about how can a running back sustain success in the NFL? Man, I love what he had to say. Um, but, John, it goes hand in hand into what we've been talking about in terms of the struggles that Damian Pierce has been going through so far in his sophomore season and and John look I would love to see Damian Pierce have a breakout game but just like I said early on in the week I'm not too sure he's going to have the opportunity to do so especially considering how great the Russian attack looked against the New Orleans Saints and that and we we know the Saints have a pretty good a pretty great um front four front seven yeah they, they, they was uh until they hit it into the game they're one of the best rush defenses in the league exactly when you take a look at their defense as a whole heading into that game I believe they had at the time the fourth best defense and the fact that the Texans were able to find a formula in a run game to lead them to a victory against the New Orleans Saints going up against the Carolina Panthers, man. I think as Bobby Slowett alluded to, they're going to continue to be a running back group by committee. Yeah. I'm also looking forward to Tank Dale coming back uh, this Sunday. Uh, just missed him out on the field. so that's He's an electrifying player. As a matter of fact, we talked to him. I believe it was Monday. It gets the people going. <laughs> and uh, he said, which I didn't notice, when you go through a concussion protocol, the league has it where you really can't do anything but just sit sit in a quiet, empty room. He said he couldn't even watch TV. And I hope I don't never go on a concussion protocol because I got to have some type of noise or something going yeah. on. Well, that's why we're on the sidelines. Thank you all <laughs> for listening to this latest episode of the Locked On Texan Podcast. Do us a favor. Make sure you subscribe, like, and comment if you have not. And, again, for all of you guys returning for another episode of Talk Talk Texans on this Friday, thank you all for coming back. Make sure you follow us on Twitter slash X, whatever you want to call it, at Locked On Texans, and give me a follow on Twitter slash X, whatever you want to call it, at John underscore Hickman 12. 
And as always, I'm your host, Cody M. Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. We will have a new addition to the Locked On Texans family Uh. next week. So, ladies and gentlemen, just to let you know, next Uh. week is going to be different. To say the least, but it's gonna be a remix. We definitely it's definitely gonna be a remix, all right. But we definitely gonna make sure that we continue to 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 provide great coverage for you guys. But just know things about to get real. <laughs> but until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace.